Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Wednesday, February 7th. U.S. equity futures are essentially unchanged across the board. So S&P futures are flat. You have NASDAQ futures up about 19 points or 10 basis points. And then you have Dow futures down 11 points or about three basis points. In Europe, you're looking at the major indices about flat overall, uh, consistent with the U.S., strong outperformance in autos and consumer staple stocks. And then you are seeing underperformance in Europe in healthcare, telecom, energies, and utilities. Um, and then in Asia, you saw mixed price action. So the Nikkei dropped about 10 basis points. The Hang Seng pulled back about 30 basis points. The Shanghai Comp rallied 1.4%. So another quiet morning of, of macro headlines. Um, you know, No real major central bank commentary, no big economic data. Um, we are still waiting to see if there will be any um, developments on the ceasefire front in Gaza. There have been negotiations taking place all week. Blinken will be in Israel today, briefing officials there on the state of negotiations. Um, you know, again, we're kind of just waiting and seeing. There was a proposal put forth to Hamas. Hamas uh, issued a, a reply. Um, you know, Qatar officials yesterday said that the um, Hamas response has been "quote unquote" positive, but again. Very fluid situation, so remaining uh, remains to be seen if there can be a deal enacted. Um, a lot of headlines out of Washington on the political front yesterday. Um, you know, interesting, but no, don't really apply to stocks, um, but certainly something to keep an eye on. So I have details and all that in the piece. A lot of earnings reports out. You know, we're in the phase of the earnings season where the volume of of individual releases is elevated, um, but the impact on the macro is is relatively minimal. So we're in the last, we're in the end stages of the, of the earnings season. Um, so still a lot of reports to sift through, but again, not really impacting the broader market all that much. That being said, um, in China, so we're still waiting to see what steps will be taken from China to bolster its market. They actually just fired the head of their securities regulator um, just a little bit ago, about 4.45 a.m. So that's one action taken. You had Yum China earnings out last night. Um, very strong results. Uh, that stock's up over 10% pre-market. We're going to get Alibaba results at any minute. That will be obviously crucial indicator data point for the state of Chinese equities. Um, other stocks bid up this morning on earnings. Emphase, ENPH, which is a solar company. Um, that company talked about how they see the solar industry troughing out this quarter in Q1. Uh, Fortinet, FTNT, uh, and then Ford, ticker F, is up pre-market. Very strong results last night for Q4, bullish guidance. Uh, and this is consistent with what we see now for the last week of the legacy OEM. So Ford, GM, Toyota, all putting up strong results, all seeing their stocks rally. Um, whereas some of the uh, newer so, uh, uh, EV-focused OEMs are putting up more disappointing results. Snap uh, had extraordinarily weak results, especially given the uh, blowout results from some of its larger peers. That stock's getting hit very hard. Just, you know, I think one number kind of puts in focus the challenges Snap faces. So Snap's market cap before it collapsed, so as a close of as as of the Tuesday close, is about $28 billion. And that is about what Meta spent last year on CapEx, just to kind of put things in perspective. The enormous money that gets poured into uh, AI tools that promote engagement, that promote ROI for advertising. Um, you know, it's just the sums are astronomical. And it's very, very difficult for a company like Snap that doesn't have the scale of a Meta or or an Alphabet to really keep up. Um, VF Corp also getting hit on its report. New York Community Bank 
was downgraded by Moody's to junk. The stock's down another 8% pre-market. It's been getting demolished ever since its earnings report. And the market is taking it in stride. Again, I think it's important that NYCB um, report at the end of the bank earnings season, not the beginning. So we've already heard from all the banks, their Q4 results, their guidance, uh, and none of them were, were anywhere near as um, as bad as New York Community, which is why the sector is absorbing um, that stock's collapse relatively well. Uh, and those are kind of the big highlights and themes. A lot of micro news, not much macro news. Um, just turning to the calendar for today, the focus will be uh, on the macro front. You're going to get the Mannheim used car index at 9 a.m. for January. You get a 10 year auction result at 1 o'clock. There are a bunch of Fed speakers. You know, I think markets for the most part are, are looking through a lot of the rhetoric and really focusing on the data. Um, you know, the next important data will be the CPI revisions this Friday, which will be crucial. And then you get to January CPI next Tuesday. Um, you know, all the central bankers are kind of all saying the same thing at this point. Rate cuts are coming. They're not happening imminently. And central bankers are just waiting to see if the very positive inflation data can continue. Uh, if it does, we're getting rate cuts. You know, I, I feel strongly that we will get rate cuts. Um, you know, I still think March can be a live meeting. That's looking less less likely. Um, and then again, in the Fed, it's not just rate cuts. You're also going to get the slowdown of the quantitative tightening process, which is another crucial form of easing. And then for earnings before the open, Alibaba, uh, Carlyle, CVS, Emerson, Hilton, Uber, after the close, Allstate, Disney, Mattel, and PayPal. And that is everything for today, Wednesday, February 7th. Thank you for listening.